Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Redestine tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. The governor of Tennessee is scheduled to be up with us early. Uh, Bill Lee is going to be on with us talking about, I think, the importance of all sports being a full go, not only in the state of Tennessee, but also in the nation. Uh, That should be an entertaining hit, just so you know. Uh, The state of Tennessee, uh, I'm curious. I haven't heard him weigh in on, does he think, for instance, vaccine passports? should be required in order to get into sporting events. Uh, what sort of expectation does he have about stadium and arenas having 100% crowds? We've seen full crowds in Jacksonville at UFC 261. Uh, we've certainly seen the Rangers with full crowds down in Texas and also the Atlanta Braves starting in two days on Friday are going to allow full crowds as well. What is his expectation there kind of going forward uh, it should be a lot of fun to, uh, to to break that all down with him. But what do you think we're talking about? Aaron Rodgers, put it on the chart, Danny G. Put it on the chart, Dub. We need an Aaron Rodgers count. I'm on the record as saying I believe he's going to be the quarterback in Denver. But here's what I think is really kind of fascinating. We were talking about this a little bit with Shannon Spake. And by the way, Will Kane scheduled to join us in the third hour of the program. One of the things that I think is most interesting about this Aaron Rodgers uh, situation, I think that all of this is personal, not business for Aaron Rodgers. And and what do I mean by personal, not business? I think that there is a business argument for Aaron Rodgers being underutilized 
with offensive talent in the draft. I should say the Packers underutilizing Aaron Rodgers' talents because nine of the last 10 drafts, they have taken defensive players first. And the only first-round pick they made was Jordan Love. I think Aaron Rodgers has been upset about that for a long time. I think if the Packers had drafted a defensive player instead of Jordan Love, then I don't think that there would be any real anger from Aaron Rodgers because it wouldn't feel personal. He might not agree with the choice, but it wouldn't feel like a personal repudiation of him if they had continued to go defense. In fact, you can make the argument that the Packers have done a decent job with Devontae Adams, Tanyan, all of the running backs that they have started to develop, picking later in the draft and surrounding Aaron Rodgers with talent. Now, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm making the argument, hey, you know why those dudes are really good? Yeah, because of me. Because generally, a quarterback makes a wide receiver. A wide receiver does not make a quarterback. So if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm sitting around right now. And I believe Aaron Rodgers is stewing. And there were reports that he didn't want the, the, the story to come out on Thursday during the draft. I think that's blowback in a negative way. I think he did want the story out. Because you don't sit on a story that long and then suddenly have every NFL insider on, on the planet with the exact same opinion uh, and details about Aaron Rodgers. That was a calculated attempt by his agent, I would bet, if I were. It could be Aaron Rodgers himself, but I'd be surprised if he's talking directly to media. I think Aaron Rodgers gave the okay to his agent, placed the calls to the Adam Schefters, the in Rappaports of the world, and say, hey, here's the story from Aaron Rodgers' perspective. Just like, to be fair, we saw happen with Deshaun Watson. Everybody's trying to play the media game. You make a call, you give a leak, you give a story, and you help to drive it. Why would Aaron Rodgers do that? Again, I think this is personal, but I also think Aaron Rodgers' ultimate goal is is to end up with a new team and he feels like if he goes public it makes it more likely it puts the pressure and the onus on the Green Bay Packers in a way that he didn't feel like they were acting on earlier and frankly the Packers may well have thought Aaron Rodgers was bluffing it seems clear that the Packers have been trying to go hat in hand so to speak to Aaron Rodgers time after time to say hey wait a minute you know we love you man The problem the Packers have is they should have thought about this before they drafted Jordan Love, their big miscalculation. And a lot of people, we talk about, hey, whose side are you on? And I put up a a poll question on this. Are you on Aaron Rodgers' side or are you on the Green Bay Packers' side? 60% of you were on Aaron Rodgers' side, siding with the player, 40% of you with the Packers' side. I think if you wanted to point to flawed logic and decision-making, The Packers are the villain here. I don't think that Aaron Rodgers is necessarily behaving in a way that's unexpected, and I'll unpack that in a little bit. But ultimately, Aaron Rodgers' anger and his disdain for the the Packers organization was brought on by their decision to go draft his replacement the year after they lost to San Francisco in the NFC Championship game. You're Aaron Rodgers, and you're thinking, boy, we were close to the Super Bowl I can't wait to see who we're going to bring in as a weapon. And by the way, there are reports that they almost went out and got Jefferson instead of letting him go to Minnesota. Can you imagine about how good he would have been with Aaron Rodgers? He was great already with Kirk Cousins. That's one of the great all-time trade situations, by the way. The Minnesota Vikings add Jefferson as a wide receiver, and they give up Stephon Diggs, and both the Bills and the Vikings effectively thought, hey, you know what? That's a tremendous situation. We got younger at wide receiver. Stephon Diggs gets to go work with Josh Allen, whose completion percentage in a year goes from 59% to 69%. 
It's what you like to see, honestly. Not somebody getting fleeced one side feeling like they lost in a big way. You've got an incredible deal that is out there for uh, for both the Bills and for the Vikings. Both got better, arguably, at the wide receiver position without hurting the other team in any kind of substantial way. But I believe ultimately what is going on here is as soon as Jordan Love was drafted, the Packers painted themselves into a corner. You have to know the psychology of your quarterback. And the psychology of Aaron Rodgers is this. I think it's unique. You heard me talking about it now or one. He's 38 years old. He's never been married. He doesn't have any kids. And he socially isolated himself from his family members. Not really interacting with his parents very much. Not interacting with his brothers. So this is a guy who is going to self-obsess in a way that someone who has more things going on in their life may not. And you know, it's kind of an interesting point. When you become a parent, if you're any kind of decent parent, you have a lot of obligations other than what you do for a living. That's why I always say to young guys out there, hey, and girls, before you have kids, you should be working your ass off because you still have a lot of flexibility. People are like, oh, I'm working so much. I don't have any time at all. I'm like, even if you work 12 hours a day, five days a week, you still have 12 hours when you're not working. Let's say you sleep. Let's say you sleep for eight. It's a good number. That's still four hours of free time during the week that you have every day. That's the gym. That can be dinner. That can be going to a movie. That can be going out to a date. Once you have kids, they are time vacuums. You, everybody out there with a kid right now knows what I'm talking about. You think you're busy when you're young and single, maybe even when you're young and married. As soon as you have kids, and God forbid you have multiple kids that are all young, got a bunch of different things going on, for about 12 or 14 years, you're in the weeds, man. And so Aaron Rodgers isn't in the weeds. He's not being a normal person. He is able to obsess pretty much exclusively about his job. There isn't something else distracting him. And the Packers had to be smart enough to know that, that drafting Jordan Love might be something other guys could get past. It's not something that Aaron Rodgers was going to get past. And that is the fundamental miscalculation that I think the Green Bay Packers made and why I think Aaron Rodgers is headed to Denver. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Appreciate this guy for getting up early. He is the governor of my home state, Bill Lee. Even though he is an Auburn Tiger graduate, he has been uh, up to a decent number of University of Tennessee events, among others. Do you get much of a uh, negative blowback, Governor, over the Auburn connection, or are most people willing to forgive it? (laughs) No, I don't get a lot of blowback. You know what? When you become the governor of Tennessee, you love the University of Tennessee, right? Yeah. So, and I always have, but uh, no, I don't get blowback. People, people love the way we love our schools in the SEC, and uh, the SEC is the, the best conference in the country. So uh, now I do like to give other governors a hard time about that. It's cool being a Southern governor because you get to you get to talk to these guys around the country, and they all wish they were us. Yeah, right. Well, also, you have something in common, at least, as an Auburn grad, and that is a hate for the University of Alabama, which also translates well as a Tennessee governor. Yeah, and yeah, in fact, unless you went to Auburn or lived in Alabama, you don't really know what that, just how bad that is. Yes. But, uh, yeah, you're exactly right. That's a common, that's a common uh, thread. I think I've asked you this before, but I'll ask you again, because I think it was an interesting story. Where were you when the kick six happened? So um, I gave my tickets to my sons. I have two boys. They're twins. And they wanted to go to the game so badly. And so we were at Thanksgiving and all the families there and everything. And uh, I said, boys, if you want to go to the game, I will give you my tickets. So they went. I watched on TV. And you know what? If it were anybody else, I would have had – enormous deep regret but there's nothing that made me happier than my two boys who both graduated from Auburn to be able to go to that game yeah you know what that's that's a great point as being a dad because I've talked about this quite a bit on the show I'm coaching little league baseball and one of the best things about having young kids 
is you get to see the world of sports back through their eyes, and it reminds you of how you know just innocent and pure sports is when you're 8, 9, 10, 11. You know, before you hit puberty, get a little bit more cynical. When you think you're going to be a pro athlete, no matter how good or bad you are uh, at a sport, being able to see that sort of back through the kids' eyes again is a pretty cool experience. I know you got to uh, probably experience that over the years as being a dad as well. Yeah, I had a daughter who was a, a young, you know, um, athlete and track star. And just to tell you how old I am, but I went to the Atlanta Olympics for her ninth birthday. Yeah. And, and, and going to the Olympics is great, but watching your kid – uh, you know, living, like you say, living your life through your kid, watching your kids in with, with their eyes fully wide open in, in settings like that is uh, more enjoyable than doing it yourself. What 92 Olympic events did you go to in Atlanta? We, we were in the, we went to the gold medal night of track and field. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I went to one, you know, I got to go to one thing and one we drove down there and spent one evening and it was but it was the gold medal night for track and field so it was uh yeah it, it couldn't have been any better so how cool of an environment was that because 92 i'm trying to remember who would have been the runners was that still carl lewis or had they transitioned from like the carl lewis and florence griffith joiner era yeah, they there was they had transitioned from that. I should look it up because you, you, you can look up who won. While uh, yeah, my uh, yeah, producer yeah. here, yeah. he can look up who won, and we'll come back to that in a sec. He'll shoot me a text and let me know. But, but to take uh, it, but to have your kids, so it was just me and my daughter, and uh, you know, dressing our American flags, and and you get down there, and the stadium is packed, just massive stadium packed. And the torch is going, and all all of the you know American flags are and the 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 Star Spangled Banners playing everything. You've never been so proud to be an American, and then you watch this these world class athletes, and the roar of the crowd of a track and field event when they go around the the field. You can see the cameras flashing around in a circle. And I mean, I, I will never forget it. And but most importantly, I'll never forget my daughter's face as she watched that unfold. By the way, it's ninety six Olympics. By the way, as some people are pointing out, uh, because ninety two Olympics was in Barcelona. Atlanta had ninety six. Uh, so, uh, so that, I mean, all the years run together at some point, a lot of people remember the 96 Olympics, you're talking about your, uh, your daughter, you know, kind of experience. What's also wild about that is thinking about, uh, the 96 Olympics was for many people that gymnastics, Carrie Strug sort of sticking the one oh, yeah. uh, vault, I think it was, uh, to win with the 96 Olympic women's team, I think is probably the iconic moment that a lot of people think about uh, when they contemplate exactly uh, exactly what that would look like. Yeah, and then you and then you had the tragic bombing. Yeah, that, of course. That, that which they, too, which, which they, 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 they totally forgot about, you know, in, uh, the Richard Jewell, which had the movie that came out, but it took a long time before they found out who exactly was responsible for that, which is, uh, which is crazy too. Yeah. So I just looked up, Carl Lewis won the long jump. Yep. In uh, 1996. Yeah. And, 
anyway, yeah, that's great. I'd like to go back again, but I don't think they're doing it. I guess they're doing it in Tokyo, but uh, I don't know what that's going to be like. It's not going to be anything like normal because I don't think they're going to have that many crowds present. I mean, I hope that it can be somewhat normalcy, but in, in July, I think it starts late July. I think it'll be fun to watch on television. But, but I don't think it'll have anywhere near the vibe that the traditional Olympics does. Uh, we're talking well, about let, Yeah, let me just say, I hope that we start having some crowds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to ask you about that. We're talking uh, to Governor Bill Lee, uh, the governor of the state of Tennessee. So let's talk about that for a minute. I was out in downtown Nashville on Saturday, uh, one of the first times I've been out in a long time in the downtown area. And I got to be honest with you, Governor, I looked around, the bands were playing, it was perfect weather, tons of people on the sidewalks, uh, I was up on a rooftop, and it felt, for the first time that I've been in downtown Nashville, almost completely 100% normal, and I know you've been instrumental in opening the state of Tennessee back up, but sometimes there's been a disconnect between the state and cities, but for people out there who are wondering, hey, is a city like Nashville open? I know you're uh, obviously uh, the, the state capitals in downtown, so I know you spend a lot of time there. It feels very normal to me. Would you agree with that assessment? Yeah, so parts of it are normal. I, you're exactly right. I love, <laughs> I love the way downtown looks right now. You, you know, you go down there on Friday night. Go down there on any night, and it's it's starting to not starting to. It feels like Nashville again. You know, the the party buses and the and the the uh, the Live parties music, downtown, the whole like, thing. The yeah, lines all, to get into bars. I mean, it, it felt great. 100% normal. It's absolutely great. The difference is that, you know, buildings are not full of people yet. Uh, companies are not fully back. But there, a lot of them are making that change. And then, of course, conventions that canceled and then had to rebook have booked through in the summer and in the fall. So we don't have the convention traffic that we had, but it's coming back. Some of them are coming back and we're starting to have events, you know, I, I, and, and I'm doing everything I can. I was, I've been on Fox news a couple of times in the last week or so saying, Hey, we're open. We, we'd like you to be here. We want to have, you know, concerts and conventions and parades and proms. And it's time that we're in a new season. It's time to, it's time to move on with a vaccine available to every single person in the state, no waiting lines, no, you know, can walk up to any health department and get vaccines, then that changes, that's, that changes everything. And from my perspective, it means that people have evaluated their risk and they've made their own personal decisions based on the risk that they see to them. And the government is now, it needs to get out of the way because the, the time for health interventions is over. And, and that's where we are as a state. And I'm hoping that that happens in state after state across the country because we need the country to open up, frankly. I agree. Let's talk about sports in particular. So let's start outdoors. Uh, you've got Tennessee Titans Stadium in downtown Nashville. You've got the University of Tennessee in Knoxville. Uh, the University of Memphis, let's use as an example, big outdoor stadium there as well. Bristol for the for the Motor Speedway. In your opinion, should outdoor stadiums going forward basically have 100% capacity? I ask that, by the way. We've had several stadiums. The Texas Rangers are 100% capacity. The Braves down in Atlanta are going to 100% capacity. Both outdoor stadiums, state of Georgia, state of Texas. In your mind, should those stadiums in the state of Tennessee be open and available for 100% capacity at this point going forward? Absolutely. I mean, anyone that goes to that event has had an opportunity to either be vaccinated or made the choice 
to not be vaccinated. And that means that it's now up to individuals to make those kind of decisions. There, no one, no one's being put at risk that doesn't choose to be put at risk. But you know, it was, it was one thing back in the day when, you know, if you visited a nursing home, the nursing home residents couldn't, you know, you were putting them at risk. Or if you went somewhere and crowded in a place, you're putting other people at risk. That that's over. So yes, we should have full capacity at. Uh, at, at, at any outdoor stadium. Frankly, I'm hoping the Preds play at full capacity in Bridgestone. We are yeah, that was going to be that was going to be my next question because then you've got the Memphis Grizzlies, obviously in the NBA, and you've got the Nashville Predators indoors in uh, in downtown Nashville. In your opinion, is it time to consider also allowing full capacity indoor for those venues, like the UFC 261 down in Jacksonville in Florida? had 15,000 normal, totally sold-out arena. In your opinion, is it time to also consider that for indoor venues? Yeah, I think it is. And, you know, there's something, there's something we got to remember. We, we all live with some level of risk every single day for a number of different things, right? COVID was new to the scene last year, and it brought a lot of unknown risk but we now know what the risk is, and we know how to manage that risk, and we don't have a crisis anymore. We don't have a hospitalization or healthcare capacity crisis. We know what it is. We know how it works. We know what the risks are. We know how it spreads. So now we manage that. It's a managed health issue like any other managed health issue that we have, and we don't we don't make you know radical adjustments in any other way for a managed health issue, and we shouldn't. I mean, changes were important. We had to do it when it was right to do it, but there's a time for things to snap back, and we're going to have COVID with us for a long time. So we, we can't make decisions based on the fact that someone might get infected. That's going to be true from here on forward. So we we should we should live life. We should open for business and we should move ahead with what we got. What do you think about the idea of mandating vaccines in order to, for instance, go to sporting events? Is that something that you're hundred percent opposed to? I'm absolutely opposed to that. Like, you know, there's a lot of uh, reasons that people make personal decisions to get a vaccine or not. I hope people get vaccines. It, it creates herd immunity. It, it does all kinds of things. It's been a very important piece as you can, as we've seen in this country, it has, when the, when the vaccine came out, it drove numbers down. So, um, but it's a personal decision that people have to make based on, on risk analysis. Uh, the vaccine was developed in uh, an, an emergency authorization use. We should not require, I do not think vaccine passports, I don't think requiring people to take a, vac a vaccine uh, is appropriate in any setting. Um, people, people need to make their own choice about that. I think this is a fascinating question for you, and I'm not sure I've asked it before, but it's something that a lot of governors have had to deal with. Sometimes there are different decisions made by larger cities within your states, and then obviously you are the governor of the entire state. How do you balance relationships with mayors in large population centers in your state while also pushing towards what you believe is the right decision for the entire state, whether people are living in a city, suburban area, rural area. Uh, I think that's just a fascinating political dilemma that everybody in your shoes has had to deal with. Yeah, a couple, couple of thoughts about that from my perspective. Um, local, 
you know, allowing decisions to be made at the local level. Whenever, whenever things are closest to the people, when government's closest to the people, that's the best kind of government. And that's the reason that local decision-making is oftentimes, most of the time, it's the right way to do things. Um, but there are times when that, when that doesn't work out so well or it's not, it's not in the best interest of, of the state. And, and that's when you kind of have to uh, work with this dilemma that you're talking about. But for, for me, throughout the pandemic, one of the key things was for us to communicate. So I had calls with what I call the big six mayors. Uh, we have we had 89 counties in our state are kind of run by the state health departments, and then six counties, which include the biggest cities. Those have independent decision making that are separate from the state. That that's true in a whole lot of states. That's how it kind of works. That's why you have Nashville operating differently than the state. And maybe I'm saying you ought to be open, and the mayor not opening, but. We had calls on a regular basis with the big six mayors. We talked about our differences. We communicated. We tried to work together, you know, uh, uh, remembering what you agree upon and working together to, uh, to, to work, you know, in a way that, that is amiable, even if you have disagreements. That's kind of how it ought to work. So I kept a relationship with them throughout. Now, when we disagreed, uh, I was public about it, and I generally would let them know, hey, I'm about to disagree with you publicly. I want to tell you why I am and what I think we ought to be doing uh, just out of respect for those leaders. But, you know, we disagreed sometimes, and I was public about that. And and you, th that's how you lead people along, right? You can, you can make your voice known and uh, work through it. But it, it's really the way – it's like working together. That's kind of one of the tricks you got to do as a as – a, as a governor we're talking to tennessee governor bill lee when you look forward obviously things are getting much better in terms of a return to normalcy but when you look back one of the things that i would say i think you did well is you helped to ensure that a lot of schools were open and uh and also that a lot of sports were getting played whether it's high school sports whether it was college sports all over the state of tennessee governors made different decisions i've said before on this show my kids went back to school in august they are going to finish a full year of in-person learning in a couple of weeks in i live down the road from where where you used to live a lot of time i know you still go out there a lot in franklin tennessee uh but it's a remarkable achievement but still some kids got left behind Looking back, knowing now what you know uh, with, you know, like we say, Monday morning quarterback, hindsight being twenty twenty, what do you think you guys got right in Tennessee? What do you wish you had done a little bit better? You know, um, I believed from the very beginning that kids ought to go to school in person. Yeah. Um, and there never was any science. I mean, we, we watched this thing all through the summer. So, it, it, you know, the first couple months back in whatever, April, May, when no one knew anything about what was going to happen, we shut down schools. Everybody did. And that was probably the right thing to do because we didn't know what, what kind of risks were coming for our kids. But then the summer went through the summer and we figured out kids don't get this. And when they do, they don't get sick. And so we evaluated that risk and we pushed really hard for schools to open in August. So the, the districts, again, you know, every state's different and every state has different laws. And in our state, the statute gives local decision-making on school opening to the districts. We actually changed that law this year, but 
The law, well, in an emergency, but the law allows for school districts to make their own decisions. So they had to decide whether they're going to be open or not. I went out early in August and uh, traveled across the state and said, kids need to be in person. Kids need to be in the classroom. There is no evidence that kids are going to going to get sick and die through this process, and it's incredibly important that their education continue. And and here's the other thing. There's a whole lot of kids that get their nutrition and yeah. their mental health services and their protection from child abuse because teachers are the highest reporter of abuse of children in the country. When kids are sitting out of classrooms, nobody is watching them, the ones that need somebody to, to get an eye on them in the classroom. So, but Besides academics, there's all kinds of reasons why kids ought to be in a classroom, and I pushed hard. We were one of the early states to open. The vast majority of our districts did open, and ultimately, the two biggest districts didn't, and I pushed hard. In the State of the State Address this year, I called out the districts that weren't open and said they should really evaluate their decision-making because these kids are struggling they are they're, they're experiencing a massive amount of learning loss, and we should and we should get those schools open. And so I pushed hard. We got them open. All our districts are open, and it's it's very important. Go back. Let's go back to sports for a second. I appreciate all the time here, Governor Bill Lee of Tennessee, talking with us. So high school sports play basically throughout the state of Tennessee. College sports, including as we talked about earlier, the SEC. Uh, but also smaller conference schools as well. How gratifying is it now to have gotten those entire seasons in college football, college basketball, paramount sports that matter a lot to many people in the state and also to the nation and have had no ill health effects in the grand scheme of things, both hospitalization for coaches or players to speak of, and to have been able to make that happen when so many people out there were saying there's no way to play sports? Yeah, not only were they saying there's no way to play sports. Think about this: when we made the decision to open schools, we had we had health officials say children are going to die and the blood's going to be on your hands. I mean, yeah, there was serious serious pushback to opening up schools and letting letting kids uh, play football. But but I'll also say I think the most popular political decision of my entire two and a half years so far was when we announced that we were going to allow high school football in Tennessee. Like that transcended every, that transcended every decision I'd made so far. And turns out that was a good one. Um, you know, kids lives are, are just a whole lot more. It's a whole lot more than just making sure that they don't have any risk to a particular sickness. I mean, this is their high school life, and it's important to them. And athletics is a very important part, and mental health is an important part, and kids' futures is an important part, and the ability for families to come together uh, on Friday nights is very, very important. And you have to you have to have something in the midst of crisis and difficulty to give you hope. There has to be things that people are looking forward to. They, they were dark days. They were scary days. People didn't know what was happening. But you know what? Kids could look forward to practice. They could look forward to a game. Parents could look forward to Friday night. Communities across this state could look forward to, you know, whatever sporting event their kid was going to be in. And, and you and I talked about kids earlier. 
If you think you get joy out of your kids watching something, you also get a tremendous amount of joy watching your kids. Yeah. And and that happened, and it was important that it happened. Governor Billy, I know you're a busy guy. I appreciate you getting up early for us to come on OutKick here, and thanks for all the work you did to make sports happen and hopefully more and more sports normalcy coming in the days ahead. Keep working on the Preds uh, and, uh, and certainly as well on the Grizz. Indoor crowds would be, uh, I think, probably the next step. Yeah, you know, I, I, I said hope a little bit earlier, and I, I'll just say this. Sports do give people hope. Sports gives you hope in the middle of an otherwise kind of bleak situation. So keep stay, stay pushing it out there, and, uh, and we'll do our part too. Thank you very much. That's Governor Bill Lee, State of Tennessee. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, O O O O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield? wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be My thanks to the governor of Tennessee, Bill Lee, who just joined us. And I thought he said a lot of really interesting things as a part of that overall discussion, which I will now do my best to unpack and try to contextualize for uh, for everybody out there. Uh, To me, what stood out the most is there's this idea. We talked about this a little bit earlier in the week. Uh, that that some of the sports writers out there, the Corona Bros, as I call them, have been saying, "Hey, there should be vaccine passports in order to be able to go watch sporting events take place." That's not happening in anywhere in the South, anywhere where college football is popular, right? So, in the state of Tennessee, in the state of Georgia, in the state of Alabama, state of Georgia, uh, Florida, Texas, like none of these states are going to condition entering in to go watch a football game on being able to actually get a vaccine. But what I think is, or you can go get your vaccine, by the way, but you're not going to have to show basically a vaccine passport in order to be able to go to, uh, to go to football games. What I thought was the most interesting about what he said um, is how rapidly I think things are going to evolve in terms of allowing games to be watched indoors. Now, Florida was the first place to do this with UFC 261 in Jacksonville, Florida. A couple of weeks ago, they had the uh, the UFC event totally sold out arena. And uh, we've already had, the Braves have announced that on Friday, they're going to have 100% capacity if people want to come uh, for the Atlanta Braves games. And we've already had the Texas Rangers basically for this entire season since baseball started back up. They've been having full crowds present. So I think this is a uh, sign that we're past the point of being able to argue anymore in favor of restrictions. If you want to, uh, if you want to actually work your way through and argue, hey, I'm too afraid to go watch a basketball game or a hockey game inside of an arena, I certainly give you the right to have that opinion. But to me, we're at the point now where having full arenas makes sense because any adult out there that wants to go get the COVID vaccine, we've given out somewhere over 200 million of these vaccine shots. Any adult that wants the COVID vaccine at this point, it's super easy to get. And if you don't want the vaccine or you are still terrified of being exposed to COVID, you don't have to go to games. But I get the sense, I was downtown in Nashville on Saturday, and I don't even know what the official capacity is of the Nashville Predators Arena now, which is right downtown, uh, for those of you uh, who don't know, on Broadway. But downtown Nashville, as I just told the governor, was wide open. I own a part of the bar 
on downtown Nash in downtown Nashville. It's called the Downtown Sporting Club. It's been shut down off and on for most of the last year. Fortunately, it's it's it, we've done we've been able to be fine. And I'm, that's not like I'm super involved in the bar, but I was out there for the first time in a long time on Saturday night up on the rooftop. Perfect weather, and there were a ton of people coming out of the Preds arena right after they won their game on Saturday night. I don't know how many full capacity people were in there, uh, but it was thousands and thousands of people that were in that arena. And I think we've reached the point now, if you look at all the data, where in addition, there, there should be no restrictions on outdoor sporting events. Kentucky Derby had a ton of people. I think they were like 75% capacity. There shouldn't be any restriction at this point on outdoor sporting events at all college football, NFL, you should be able to go to games, fill up the stadiums. I anticipate that being the case everywhere. And so far, there haven't been that many places. I think the Buffalo Bills announced that they were going to have vaccine passports. I I don't understand how that's going to be possible. Because I just, are you going to have health professionals at the gates screening every single person to see whether or not they have proof that they were vaccinated? How do you know that their vaccination proof is actually them? as opposed to just somebody else's vaccine card that they took a picture of? How do you know that the vaccine card is valid when it's probably possible to make your own fake vaccine card? It's it's just a lot of cosmetic theater, it would seem to me, to argue is necessity in order to require this to take place. So I'm just not buying into, personally, the idea that there's going to be anywhere out there that requires this, and already... Just, you know, off the top of my head, I know Florida, Texas, and you just heard the governor of the state of Tennessee say there's not going to be any requirement at Tennessee-related sporting events to show vaccines to be able to go either in college or the NFL. And so I find the idea that it's going to exist anywhere to be pretty low. But again, my point on this has been the same for a long time. If you don't want to go to sporting events, that's fine. But your fear shouldn't dictate what myself and my family are able to do and look I've been pretty transparent with you guys I went to a ton of NFL games last year uh, six or seven NFL games in person in Nashville I went to indoor college basketball I went to uh, a bunch of college football related events as well and I think we're just back to basically a return to normalcy in the world of sports. And I think it's pretty fantastic. All right, when we come back, top of the third hour, thanks to the governor, by the way, for giving time. Uh, That's a credit to you guys and how big our audience has gotten. Obviously, we have the president of the United States, but we got a lot of senators and governors asking to come on uh, the show and talk to you guys about sports-related issues. And I think that's uh, just a sign of how large this audience has gotten and how influential you guys have helped to make the Outkick show. And you can make it more influential by going out there, searching out my name, Outkick, searching out the name Clay Travis, signing up, whether it's Spotify, whether it's iTunes, whether it's Google Play, and go give us five stars. I think Danny G is going to read those five-star reviews on Friday and give you feedback on whoever the best are. All that's still coming your way. I appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Third hour of the program up next, Will Kane joining us. This is Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. 
Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. 